Hello, and you are tuning in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, serial entrepreneur, first-time mom, and straight shooter, Terrace Sherman. Every stage of life comes with its own set of challenges, and in each weekly episode, I will dive into the topics that are difficult to face. I'll be bringing you interviews from trailblazing guests, as well as healing-centered solo episodes. Life comes at you fast. Don't overthink it. Don't think about it too much, too much, too much, too much. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, Terrace Couture, and I don't want to call it a comeback, but... (laughs) But you know, I may or may have not, may or may not have been gone for a little while. Um, but like I said, I'm just extremely happy to be back. Um, when I think about this podcast, oh my God, I just get it gives me chills and just like seeing everything come full circle from what the original intent of the podcast was um, until now. And just knowing that as a woman, I am completely different than I was when I started the podcast. Um, And my life looks completely different than it did when I started the podcast as well. So now I am a mom of two and a wife, um, full-time serial entrepreneur. Um, my daughter just turned one, my son will be turning four in a few short months. And I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just extremely grateful, extremely blessed for the hand that life has dealt even in, in the midst of both good and bad. So with this episode, I did want to talk about replenishing yourself, redefining yourself and reintroducing yourself. So We are not stagnant creatures and life also is not stagnant. So you ever notice that like if if someone passes or if you get sick or if you're absent or if you're sad or if you take a break or if you ever just took a step back and once you rejoined the the group, the workforce, the your whatever it is that you took a step back from, um, you ever notice that life goes on? Life continues to move forward no matter what is happening in your life, no matter what is happening around you. Um, Like I said, people are passing away every day and the world just continues to spin. Businesses continue to move on. Everybody is waking up, going to work. Like everybody is in this forward moving motion. The world is constantly evolving. And so... As life continues to move on, we all evolve. So that is the nature of things. Um, And I know it it can get difficult because we are not machines. So even though everything around us is constantly moving, there are going to be times where we really just need to take a step back. We really just need to stop and smell the flowers. We really just need to be present in the moment or present with our grief or present with our emotions or present in whatever it is that, you know, we're feeling. Um, And I even know for myself, I've been the biggest advocate of just, you know, you got to keep pushing, you got to keep pushing through. And that was more so um, 
my little pep talk for myself to get me to to continue to keep moving through life, you know, because I was thinking, you know, we're always in this rat, rat, rat race of feeling like we have somewhere to be. Um, but like I said, so some things that once interested you, it no longer does. Something that you once loved, it no longer even exists in your life. And with every gain, with every loss, with every lesson, we as people change. We as women, we change. And so um, many women do become depleted on the journey to self-discovery. And I call self-discovery a journey. And I have to keep reiterating this. So if you've been with me for a while, you've heard me say this before. It's not a destination. As we continue to experience life, to learn, to grow through life, um, as, as life continues to happen to some of us, um, it's a journey. We are going to continuously evolve. And so we are on the journey of continuously discovering where we are, who we are in each stage of our life. So like I said, when women, many women become depleted on the journey to self-discovery because once that truth of where you are starts to roll, starts to roll in, we realize that we've been mere shells or cases of ourselves and we are empty essentially in a need of replenishment we need to be refilled and fulfilled so this stage of realizing that we've been cases or shells of ourselves um for some women this period of time can last it can be extended for others it's a very short period of time but it typically happens when you're going from one stage in your life to the next because as humans we are creature of habit creatures of habit and so we're fighting to stay in our routine starting fighting to keep those habits and to stay in what is familiar to us and in what we've known but the new stage or the new level of life that we're growing into requires something different of us but again that human nature doesn't want to let go of the old thing to make room for the new thing now if you are a part of my tribe then i'm i'm almost a hundred percent sure that you have heard the saying you can't pour from an empty cup over and over and over again but i think even more importantly is we need to be able to identify when the where the gas hand is before we get to that point of running out being dead on e you know everybody like i know my car you need to know yourself like you know your car how many miles to empty so that you can already start to put those measures in place to refill that cup a lot of times we also we're waiting on somebody else to come and refill our cup now granted i love my circle my family my friends my husband i am so grateful for the people I have around me. I am surrounded by love and support and good energy. And, um, but even in being surrounded by that, being poured into by all these people, there are some parts of you that require you. You need you. Happiness is an inside job. Fulfillment is an inside job. Being replenished 
is an inside job. Yes, there are times when it does take a village, not just for kids. <laughs> I probably need a village more than the kids. But there are times when, yes, your circle, your tribe is going to have to carry you. And they are going to have to make do with what they can give you until you can give it to yourself. And that's the thing, right? Because it's easy to it's easy to point the blame somewhere else. It's easy to say, hey, you're the reason that I'm not happy. Or, hey, you're the reason that this negative thing happened to me. It's you, it's you, it's you. Without having to hold ourselves accountable and look within. How did I get here? What did I do? What boundaries did I not set? What what did I not communicate? When was I silent but I should have spoken up? And those are the hard questions that we have to ask ourselves because that alleviates our ability to place that blame on somebody else. And just with our circles and our tribes being able to, to carry us only so far, um, women, and even more specifically, black women are very, very good at masking. Got to be tough. We can't, you know, discuss our emotions. We got to, we got to just keep trucking on, got to just keep swimming. And so what we do is we will throw ourselves into a million different things, a million new projects, a million new uh, clubs and learning a new language and getting a new degree and we will do a hundred million things thinking that that is going to help or that is some, somehow going to alleviate us from having to do the work. It's inner. We have to do the work. And so, like I said, you can have so many great things going for yourself. You could be surrounded by love and yet you can still feel like you're on an island all by yourself you can still feel like you don't have anybody and that's a result of you not doing the inner work because once again you need you you need you the ability to self-replenish is recognizing when our inner stores of energy and positive experience are becoming depleted and, and we have to be willing to do what it takes to fill ourselves up again. And sometimes doing what it takes to fill ourselves up again, it is going to offend some people. It is going to hurt their feelings. It is going to make them upset. And, and most times it's going to make them upset because when you choose you, that means you have to prioritize yourself over doing something for the next person. Nobody likes to hear no. Nobody likes when boundaries are set against them. And nobody likes when the rules change. Because if I've been able to, if, if I'm used to doing or behaving a certain way with you and you took that away from me. <laughs> yes, I'm pissed off. Yes, I'm mad as hell. Yes, now I feel a way about you. But you got to be okay with that because you need you more than they do. You can't keep putting you on the back burner. And feeling like, oh, I can get to it tomorrow. I didn't get to it today. Oh, maybe tomorrow. Or what we like to do, I wait till the weekend and do that. 
Stop making yourself your side chick. You are not a weekend girl, okay? You are not a fly-by-night girl. You need a lot of your time. You need all of your time. You have to learn how to cater to yourself, love yourself, be in tune with yourself the same way that you would expect a significant other to. So this episode is about replenishing yourself and redefining yourself. Because like I said, even when I when I started this podcast, the purpose of this podcast was to promote my book on the throne. And I wanted to use this podcast to connect with my audience, to bring on guests who could also share their stories and their experiences and where they were on their journey to self-love and self-discovery, provide insight and resources and information for healing, for, you know, navigating through that entrepreneurial space, especially if you, if you like me, one of the first in your family. But now there's so many more moving pieces to me and to what this podcast represents because it's how I've evolved and I've had to redefine myself. When I wrote my book, I was I wasn't married, I didn't have kids, I didn't <laughs> I wasn't on the level of entrepreneurship that I'm on now. So that level, you know, we can only speak well, you know, a lot of people like to speak out of turn. You know, a lot of people get on podcasts and they they speak out of turn. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people get on. So you know, we live in a social media era. Everybody is speaking like they have the experience. But I'm here to tell you, I don't speak from. One thing I pride myself on is if I haven't had the experience in that area, I don't speak on it. Because, like I said, my life looks. I've had a great life, <laughs> but it looks completely different now than it did when I started this podcast so the content has to match the the evolution of who I've become and so I like to speak from my experiences because what life has shown me is that when you speak out of turn meaning you start talking about some shit that you haven't experienced you haven't lived through you really don't really know what you're talking about at some point, you'll have to eat those words. And, you know, life just kicked me in the ass quite a few times. So I'm really not interested in setting myself up to, you know, <laughs> go back down any of those roads. But life comes at you fast. Life comes at you really, really fast. And so that's why you ever notice how when people become famous, everybody goes back and find their old tweets and they sound hella crazy. And it's because they were speaking out of turn but the other end to that is that we ain't never lived before we don't know what's gonna come back to bite us in the ass um and we just knew how we felt in each moment right we knew how we felt in that moment well i don't think i got no old tweets that sound crazy but they knew how they felt in that moment and that's what they tweeted they couldn't they couldn't have fan they couldn't have imagined or fathom that 
I can't even get the word out, Lord. They couldn't have imagined that their lives would look how they look. So, of course, they're not thinking that somebody's going to go back and be trying to dig for dirt. You know? And that's why it's very, very important to me because words hold power. Words are extremely powerful. Whatever you say out, and I'm still... I'm an everyday work in progress when it comes to that. Um, because whatever you speak out, the universe does not know that you're joking. Your words create. Your words create. So when you are speaking, you are creating. And I think it's important that if you are using your voice or if you are on a platform and, and you don't even have to have a big platform these days because anything could go viral. But if you dare to speak up, dare to use your voice, dare to exercise, to provide your opinion with something, you damn well better know what you're talking about. You damn well need to know what you're talking about. So like I said, it's about redefining yourself. And when you are redefining yourself again that's personal that's something that you gotta play close to the chest because everybody is going to give you their version of you or their version of who they think you should be what they think you should be doing and most times it's inaccurate because they are not you yes people can pour into you yes people can counsel you yes people can coach you yes people can mentor you it's your job to do the work though even when i'm working with my coaching clients yes i will yes i coach but i i provide tools i provide insight but i also provide tools so that you can do the inner work because coaching is not about the coach coaching is about what you can pull out of that individual that you're essentially quote-unquote helping So when you are redefining yourself, and a lot of times people are not malicious. Some people are though. I just want to give a disclaimer so you can keep an eye out. But most of the times people are not even malicious. People are just speaking from their points of view, their, their perspective. And a lot of times it's limited. I have limited access to you. I'm limited based on what I can just see, based on what you're telling me. I don't have, a, I don't have an inside view to you. I can't see how you think. I can't see how you feel. I can't see what makes you tick. I can't see what's giving you anxiety without you telling me. So somebody speaking to you or giving you insight into you is still from a limited perspective. And they can they can love you to life. But they can only they can't do the inner work for you. Because you need you. That's a you job. So when you get to redefining yourself, because there are times when you do have to redefine yourself. I was still trying to be the me before kids, after having kids. And I was driving myself crazy and I could not figure out what was wrong. Like, I just don't feel like myself. And I'm journaling and I'm saying my positive affirmations and I'm thinking I'm doing the work and I'm going to therapy and I'm steady like but something just not clicking i don't feel like myself and it's because that's not you you holding on to what was comfortable 
because it's what you know. But you have to elevate into this new level of life, into this new role. And essentially, I'm a woman first. I'm a woman first. So being a mother is not my identity. I've been blessed to be a steward over my children. And I'm extremely blessed to have them. They are two of the biggest blessings I've yet to receive. But I had to understand that I'm a woman first. And I had to identify and get clarity on who Terrace was, who Terrace is as a woman. So that I could integrate my role, my position as a mother into who I am as a woman. Because I've been entrusted with preparing these two individuals for the world. <laughs> and I had to learn that they're not mine to keep. They're mine to be a good steward over. But I had to get clear. Because, yes, your body is different. The way that you think is different. Your priorities have changed. Just can't get up and go have drinks with my friends anymore. I'm trying to find babysitters and this and do this and putting on my clothes and they don't fit <sighs> and then just when I get to a sweet spot with my baby boy I'm pregnant again <laughs> I was just I thought I had just had it figured out so now even who I was in that in that moment of having my son now having both of them is different because now it's two different people it's two different people that I have to love two different ways and support in two different ways in, in ways that are tailored to them and, and that'll make each one of them thrive as individuals. But listen, <laughs> so redefining myself because my everyday life, my everyday life, what I wake up and go to bed to look complete, it looks completely different. But nobody could tell me who this, who that is or who I am. I had to do that work. I had to get with up. I had to be honest. What are you trying to hold on to that you just can't hold on to no more? It ain't even that deep. It don't fit. Why doesn't this fit now? And I had to answer the hard questions and do the work. So that I could redefine myself for me. Because we, we working on, we practicing for interviews and we practicing for pitches and we practicing for elevator speeches and we practicing for every damn thing else. But we're not practicing about, about us or when it comes down to us or who we are. Because like I said, this episode is about replenishing yourself, redefining yourself, and lastly, reintroducing yourself. Reintroducing yourself. Like, this may, well, no, I don't want to say this is the most challenging part. Um, this comes with the most pushback, is what I'll say. So, each replenishing, redefining, and reintroducing all comes with its own set of challenges and things that you're going to have to work through. But reintroducing yourself, it comes with the most pushback because up until that point everything is just you it's just you and God and 
in your corner, in your own little chair, being whoever you want to be. But when I got to reintroduce myself now, I got to face the world. And I will use, I'll use business examples to just kind of paint a picture of what this looks like. Um, when I started taking, so I own LIC Marketing Company. Um, close to four years ago is when I launched. When I launched, it's called LIC Branding Company. And what what I did for clients then looks nothing like what I'm doing for them now, right? Because when you're new in business, so I wasn't necessarily new when I launched LIC Branding, but I was new to that particular field or providing that particular service. So what happens is the more clients you get, the more you see where you need to tweak your processes, the more you see where you need to set boundaries, the more where you see that you need to communicate more, you see how you need to tweak your contracts, how you need to update them, how you need to adjust them. And so that you're protecting yourself and you're also communicating clearly with whoever that client is. Right. And so you cannot come to me today expecting the same service provider that you got in 2019 or 2020. And I do have some clients that do that. It's like, oh, you did my website for me in 2020. Can you, per the agreement, <laughs> after such X amount of calendar days, your files are no longer on the server or whatever the case may be. And that's upsetting to people. You can't do this for me even though you did my website three or four years ago. And to me, I always thought it didn't make sense. Like, why are they so upset? Like, you really think I'm ha hanging on the stuff for, from three or four years ago? But the version of you that showed up three or four years ago was probably overzealous, was probably people pleasing, was probably overdoing it to the point that that is the tone that you set for them. And so you have to get clear. That's the tone that I set. My prices were extremely low. I was going above and beyond. The, the work wasn't matching the pay. And that's why. You that's why you weren't operating full time in that business, why you had to have other sources of income to supplement that business, because the odds were not justifying the means or the means just find odds, however you say it. And so when you reintroduce yourself, it's going to piss people off. It's going to piss people off because you're not that old version of you. And like I told you said before, we are people of creatures of habit. We like things how they've always been. It's comfortable for us. We know what to expect. And so stand firm in this new stage of reintroducing yourself. So don't let all the work that you did in your replenishing yourself and redefining yourself stage go in vain in the reintroduction stage. Do not fold under pressure. Because isolation can breed deceit. You can perceive that you are really somewhere that you're not until somebody pushes back. But even then, it's still a good space to be in because now it shows you what work you have to do. Self-discovery is a journey. It's going to always be work to do. But if you take nothing else away from this episode, do not fold. Don't fold in this last, don't, don't fold when you're reintroducing yourself. 
because this is not this not the version of of me that you got in the last season of my life because I'm not there anymore. And a lot of times we get real quick about let me cut this person off. This person not my friend. This person, you know, no longer serves me. When really you 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 just you folded under pressure, so you felt it was easier to ghost them rather than reasserting yourself. And so I want to thank you for showing your continued support, showing your continued support for this platform. Um, we are back. I have been recording. I'm excited to start rolling out every Wednesday new episodes. And in the meantime, if you are not already, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Life in Couture. And until next time.